0: Not a bad little trip for Bryson DeChambeau to Dubai. Very well played. Some really cool data. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee. Your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Typically, we just look at data for the champions on Monday, but I Bryson DeChambeau went over to Dubai, played very well. We actually heard a, a, a soundbite from him earlier on what he was working on. He's fascinating to me just because he does embrace uh, technology and data and, and makes himself uh, into a pretty amazing golfer. I also wanted to talk briefly about uh, one of the listeners listeners was wondering whether he should move to one length clubs, and this is something that a lot of people are thinking about because Bryson DeChambeau plays one length irons, and we've talked a, a little bit about that. He has one length irons. I believe they're all to his six iron spec. I'm pretty sure that that's what he's done. At least that when he was with Adele, that's what his uh, clubs were fit to. So a six iron, kind of a standard six iron length. And um, and then he has kind of oversized grips, which I think is interesting. I actually, um, when I hurt my wrist, I tried to play one-handed for a while and had one of the grips that he actually uses just to make it easier to hold the club one-handed, and I uh, didn't enjoy it. I didn't like that feel at all. So... Uh, So on to the one length clubs. Anytime you talk about um, something that sounds good, that makes sense, I'm happy to talk about it. And one length clubs, when you think about it, make sense. They just kind of pass the smell test. This idea that you could get into the same exact position and make the same exact swing with every iron through your bag sounds pretty good. Sounds like you could get very, very consistent. And I believe that to be the case. I did go and was fit into a set of one-length irons three years ago. So right when Bryson was just kind of showing up, he was, he did have the Adele clubs. I listened to an interview with them. I'm a curious sort. So I went out and had a set built for me and uh, and, and played with them. Now, the six iron is not my favorite club. It's the seven iron. So I had everything kind of bent to fit my seven iron specs, and then they have to reweight the clubs and do different things. But we went ahead and did that all and I had essentially a, a one length set of clubs that were built to my seven iron specs. And I went out to play with those. I got them right towards the end of February. So about this time of year, three years ago. I went out in the spring and started playing with them. And uh, I like I liked them. I mean, they're weird to get used to when you, you pull a four iron and it's seven iron length. That feels incredibly weird, and you lose some distance there. So you do have to start making some, some adjustments. I kept my hybrids and everything else the same. But my irons all the way down through, I, I couldn't, the 60 degree was beyond me. So I left the 60 degree at, at standard length, and I had the 56 degree to the seven iron, but I couldn't do that one either. So the, the 56 degree, I went back to standard length. It was too weird. It was too weird to have a seven iron length and those two wedges for me because I do a lot of my work around the green with those two wedges. So that didn't work out very well for me. But uh, the one length on everything else, I tried to stick with and I tried to make work. Here's, here's my concern now with the one length clubs. You get in the same position every single time. You make the, the same swing every single time. And that sounds really, really good. The problem is our bodies aren't really made to do repetitive motions. Every single time in the exact same way. And so that is where I started to really feel my wrist start to hurt. And, and, and we know that um, you know two years ago, I, I tore it out in, in July. And it cost me to basically miss all of last year as it was trying to heal. So I am... I, and it was being in the exact same position. I, I hit a lot of balls. I like to hit balls. I practice a lot in the office with the swing bite. And so I was doing a lot of swings from the exact same position every single time. And I believe, and again, there's no way to prove this one way or the other, but in my own head, the fact that I was in that exact same position for as long as I was hitting all these different clubs, put my wrist in the exact same position and it just uh, like taking a wire and bending it back and forth and back and forth in the exact same spot. Eventually it tore and it broke. So My concern for Bryson is he's young now. It's not going to be that big of a problem. But over the course of his life, if he continues to swing the exact same position every single time with every single club, as far as his irons go, I worry about injury. And I do. So my caution for anybody out there who is thinking about going to one length irons is just consider that. And if you do go to one length irons and you do feel any sort of issue at all, any pain, anything that's different from anything else you've ever felt, I would back off. Doing the same thing over and over again, the exact same way, just we humans are, we can get injured. And I did, and it was a devastating injury that took me about a year and a half to heal from, and I don't want that for you. Listen to your body, be careful that way. So, okay, with that being said, let's jump into the data real quick. One, he averaged 298, 297.8 yards per drive. His driving accuracy was 57%. And we talked about Justin Rose earlier, his being up around 63%. And and Justin Rose actually hit it a little further than Bryson DeChambeau, which I, I don't know why I thought this in my head, but I figured in the desert in Dubai where it's warm that the ball would fly further and I expected those driving distances to be quite a bit uh, different and quite a bit more than than you would expect at Tory Pines but that wasn't the case and um, at 297.8 that put Bryson at spot 26 for the field 26 spot for driving distance his accuracy was 57.1 that put him at at 19th position for the field right there pretty good pretty decent there. He averaged, his average score for the week was a 66. So super impressive there. Very impressive. Um, greens and regulation. Here's a, a great number, and this is why he did so well. We know that he's putting well, and he's one that's embraced this flagstick in, and he's embraced it because it's just the right way to putt. If you're putting without the flagstick in, And you're an amateur, you're for sure making a big mistake. But even the pro should be putting with the flagstick in as long as it's fiberglass. If it's some other material, then we can have that discussion. But if it's fiberglass and you're not putting with the pin in, then you're doing yourself a disservice and the data proves it. He hit 80.6%, 81% of his greens in regulation that he finished second in the field. Number one in the field, interestingly enough, was Sergio Garcia who hit a whopping 87.5% of his greens in regulation, which I thought was incredible. So Sergio Garcia is playing well. Let's see how he does when he gets over here to the States. So that's excellent. One thing I wanted to jump into, they don't really do stroke skein over there in the European uh, tour. They don't really do stroke skein. They don't really track it. They do uh, putts per greens green in regulation. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau had 1.71 putts per, per green, that he hit, and that had him in second position again. So also very, very strong. When you're hitting your greens and you're second in that stat, and then you're second in how many putts it takes to get the, the ball down into the hole, then you know that you're playing very well. And it showed in how he pulled away from the field. field he shot 24 under par and was uh, seven strokes clear of Matt Wallace, who finished in second place at 17 under. So super impressive win for Bryson DeChambeau. You can't say it any other way. This kid knows his golf swing. Really cool to hear him talk with his caddy and sort of figure shots out. Not the fastest player in the world to play with, but boy, he sure shows it with his scores that he knows what he's talking about and it it works for him. One last little funny thing to point out, the difference between the PGA Tour and the European Tour is always talked about. They have amazing players over there but the purse totals are different, right? So Bryson DeChambeau, he was paid in euros, but if we make the conversion, he made for his week $544,640. In comparison, Justin Rose was paid $1.278 million. And second place over here at the Farmers Insurance Open was Adam Scott, and he brought in $766,800. So he made more in second place than Bryson DeChambeau made in first place. Now that does not take into consideration appearance fees and we don't know what those appearance fees are, but I'm guessing that that Mr. DeChambeau was going to be well paid for going over there, whether he won or not. So this little $544,000 is just just icing on top of whatever he was getting anyway. And I'm sure that they were thrilled to have him. Number five player in the world now. So it worked out really well for both parties. The data access poster child, if you will, is Bryson DeChambeau, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not a big fan of the one-length clubs just because I believe I got hurt because of of those darn things, but he's young and getting away with it. But great win for him. Looking forward to see kind of what he, he does when he comes back and starts playing back on tour here. He's showing us what you can do with technology. So better data always means better golf. Until next time, thank you.